Witch Witch Podcast. I'm Galena. I'm Lyra. And I'm Nettle. Welcome to the darkness. Uh, so we wanted to warn you guys there might be some uh, sound quality difference with Nettle's recording because we are phoning her in uh, through the Anchor app. I mean, it's really cool. We're living in the future. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to let you guys know beforehand. Uh, we also wanted to mention that we were going to do some shout outs at the beginning of this episode, but we um, don't have a lot of foresight and didn't ask if it'd be okay to mention anybody's, you know, like internet handle on our podcast. So instead of exposing them to possible contact by people they didn't want to talk to, we're just going to say that we received a huge outpouring of people just contacting us and thank you thanking us for making the podcast and it just it's heartwarming like people have <sighs> literally thanked us and i don't know how to handle that um, <laughs> so unexpected thank you yeah. oh my goodness you guys are all perfect and uh, we'll reach out to all of you and ask if we can use your uh twitter or instagram names or anything like that or if you'd prefer uh your real names um and if, if it's cool, we will shout at you next time. And if you are a listener who wants to reach out to us and you're okay with us shouting at you. Because uh, I will. Yeah, we will. <laughs> uh, please include it in future messages. Uh, I'm still kind of glowing over the outpouring that we've had. Honestly, guys, you guys are fantastic. It, it's incredible. Um, so unless there's anything else... Uh, Let's jump right into ghosts. Ghosts. Yeah. yeah. Go- Nettle, you still with us? Ghosts. You sounded like you were at the end of a tunnel for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's just that void creeping back up on us. That's all it is. It happens. <laughs> all right. So um, we're going to start off talking about to- toast. Jeez. Jeez. Ghost toast. Ghost toast. <laughs> I mean, you're having a stroke if you smell toast. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, that always makes me think of Billy Bob Thornton. That doesn't need to be in the podcast because I'm not going to explain it right now, but I'm going to talk to you about it later. <laughs> is it because of Sling Blade? No, it's because of, oh, God, what is it? Oh, no, I don't know what it's called. Is it called the Sleepover Bandits? Never mind. <laughs> It, it's really good. It involves Billy Bob Thornton and Bruce Willis. Oh, it's that movie. Yeah. Where they, Maybe it's just they called have Bandits. The Girlfriend. The Girlfriend. Girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Okay. I know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. It's a great movie. Everyone should watch it. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about different types of ghosts. Um, just real quick. I actually only have two that I'm going to mention because I think it's the only important thing. I think every other classification is kind of arbitrary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it's generally accepted that there's two main types of ghosts. That there's static ghosts who are kind of just a memory, you know? They're like, kind of like stuck in a loop. Yeah, they're usually stuck in a loop. Sometimes they're just an image. Uh, sometimes they're just a sound or an emotional impression, something like that. Um, and then there, if you can hear some horrific scratching in the background one of our cats almost fell off of the the banisters on, or the banister on the stairs to be fair, tuxie has been american ninja warrior catting it up this season <laughs> that's true she really has she's been climbing all the way from the bottom of the stairs 
to the top of the stairs up the banister like every day four or five times yeah and yeah she, that's just great for the wood folks she made it about halfway up and lost her footing <laughs> so i apologize because it probably wouldn't have been so bad if i hadn't just had a look of horror on my face because i really thought she was gonna fall <sighs> okay we're gonna jump back into this um the other type of ghost um i'm sure there's an actual title for it but i'm just calling them conscious because they're they're kind of full-fledged beings in a way at least you know um they're usually acting with intent Mm -hmm. uh sometimes they will be very very intelligent almost like just a just a person (laughs) the person who is dead but not gone (laughs) um which is the kind we usually think of uh yeah she said a person without a body oh, you're, yeah. you're sounding real tunnely so we might re- repeat some of your sentences okay um that's much better right back <laughs> whatever you've done that is much better um, Just it up. <laughs> <laughs> um most most subclasses of ghosts i'm referring to none of this is official this is this is my own personal ghost ranking okay. system i suppose Honestly, I'm I'm there for that. Let's okay. rank those ghosts. Let's rank those ghosts. Um, uh, but most most subclasses of ghosts, like poltergeist or whatever, are are under the conscious okay. umbrella. You That's know? what I was wondering. Like you were talking about this, I was like, where do poltergeists fall? Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're act- they're definitely acting with intent. They they have knowledge, at least some of what they're doing. Um, is there any difference between how they died for what kind of ghost they become or is it like, over time? Or... I genuinely think all of this is conjecture because I don't know. Um, okay. And there's obviously there's no scientific way to prove it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it's generally if you're seeing something like the classic white woman, that's usually like a looping okay. sort of yeah. thing. That yeah. makes sense. Or like um, if it's a ghost who because you know classic things like someone who commits their own suicide over and over again i would mm. i would call that like static okay yeah 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 um and uh we're gonna jump right into signs that you may be haunted um you have the classic stuff like cold spots and weird smells and weird sounds um weird sounds by the way can can include things like the whispering in your ear when Ugh. you're falling asleep <laughs> <laughs> which we've i think we've gotten two or three messages yeah about a that. lot of people have messages talking about how they've yeah. heard whispering in their ears a lot of people have let us know that they've heard knocking mm-hmm. um so cold spots weird smells weird smells can be anything um listen if you're if you're genuinely experiencing some paranormal activity and you're smelling rotten eggs maybe be concerned that may not be a spirit I'm not going to say 100% that that could be something like a demon because I think a lot of that depends on your own personal beliefs. But usually that's a pretty intense haunting at the very least. Well, I think honestly the weird smell is something like if you don't smoke. Yeah. And you suddenly smell really smell a strong smell of tobacco or something like that. That could be a ghostly smell. That's actually I wanted to talk about that because we oh. get um, cigar smoke in yes. the upstairs hallway here. Yes. Um, and I don't remember what room was his room. Uh, mom's bedroom. Mom's bedroom. Um, what used to be our bedroom when we were yeah. kids. Uh, we'll, we'll get whiffs of cigar smoke up there. And nobody's smoked cigars in this house for since... Oh my god, like 50 years. Our maternal grandfather died. Great grandfather. No, no, no. 
because uh, our oh. maternal grandfather smoked. Well, it was it was like cigarillos though. It wasn't okay. like full okay. full blown cigars. Um, so it's been like so like forty years. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, so that's that's always fun it's not a dark or scary feeling it's a very warm presence and it's it's not around so much as time has gone on you know yeah you spilled around a lot more when we were younger yeah so i mean it, it doesn't have to be bad stuff a lot of people where there's supposed to be like a, a woman or female lined ghost uh haunting will smell things <laughs> like perfume or powder yeah yeah um Oh, I read one thing where they used to smell uh, their mother's bread baking in the oven every oh, Sunday, nice. even Aww. after she had passed. So I think that's really nice. And that, that could also just be like an ingrained memory. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Um, we'll get into some of that, though. Sometimes it's ghosts. Sometimes it's ghosts. Um, feeling a presence is a sign of a haunting, obviously. Um, most of us here at the Witch Witch Podcast have an anxiety disorder. <laughs> Um, so there's there's a thin line between oh I'm having an a paranoid anxiety moment and maybe it's ghosts and like I said we'll go into more of that here in a bit. It could also be exposed wiring though. That's true because it makes you feel on edge. Yeah. Um, and that that includes things like feeling like you're being watched, feeling like you're not alone. Um, have you ever done that thing where you can feel somebody step in behind you and then there's just nobody there? Yeah, it happens <sighs> to me a lot, and I don't think it's my anxiety. I don't think so either. I hate that. Um, uh, movements out of the corner of your eye are really common um, and it's just sort of assumed that we're, we're not paying full attention to something it's getting a little careless <laughs> a lot of evidence kind of points to spirits not wanting to be noticed which is fair because you know fairly often we try to boot them out of the house they're staying in right um, which I don't judge anybody for ghosts can be very scary <laughs> Um, weird dreams can be a sign of hauntings. We'll get into that in a minute because Galena has a lot of <laughs> experience with that. Um, sudden emotions for no reason. Like if you're suddenly angry or you're suddenly depressed, or even sometimes if you're just suddenly happy out of nowhere. And I don't mean like, yeah, this is a good day. I'm pretty calm right now. I mean like real happy. Sometimes it, it just comes up because there's a spirit around you giving off that emotion. Um, and that's that's a an easy sign of a static haunting as well because if you pass through a specific part in a house or a building and you constantly feel that emotion there, you just suddenly start laughing. Yeah, it's controllably. That's probably what that is. Um, or screaming. <laughs> and of course, if you if you experience um, mood instability, just be aware of yourself. It's it might not be ghosts. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say it's not ghosts because you never know. Um, if you visually, visually, how else are you going to see things moving? If you actually see things moving, that can be a good sign because it's weird as heck. Um, or if things move on their own when you're not paying attention or things disappear, that can be a sign of ghosts. Or fairies. Or fairies, but we're not talking about that this episode. We'll do that later. <laughs> um, there's always weird animal, animal behavior. But uh, as I say that, I want to make sure everybody collectively calms down because all animals do the thing where they look at something and they might not be looking at anything. <laughs> Sometimes they just face out. But if your cat is like following something and there's not a bug there or if your dog gets defensive and starts barking, something like that, that's that's different. That could be a sign of a presence in the home. Uh, let me see. Where was I? Uh, electrical interference. Um usually flickering lights 
you know, that sort of stuff. Um, but you can also see it in like your TV uh, changing channels <laughs> unexpectedly. Yeah. Um, if you hear weird buzzing or feedback on radios and stuff. And listen, th- this is another thing where there's a lot of other causes for it. Um, so don't go by these things alone. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have been recording weird stuff on their like smartphones and stuff like that, though, where stuff will read extreme temperatures on screens. Because hmm. it'll sometimes devices will read cold as well as hot or warm. How? Oh my- I- I don't know, but that's what I read. Oh. I, listen, I'm not saying that I'm 100% right on this. I was just this. like, what's the science behind that? <laughs> I do not know. This, we're not going to say there's a whole lot of science to it right now. <laughs> um, just because, that. you know, there's never a whole lot of science. And not provable science. Sorry about this. Metal. Definitive. Sorry about that. Um, I'm and sure you're talking, but it sounds really weird. Is there, can you move your microphone? Does that help? You're a little muffled, but I can hear you better now. Not sure why. Sorry. Um, I know there's not like a lot of definitive science about it. I know when I was in middle school, you know, prime research time, I read a <laughs> lot of, <laughs> I read a lot of books by people who, who spent a lot of time trying to build up the science behind ghosts to try and find commonalities. Yeah, I mean, there's, there is science done. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of bad science in the realm of of studying ghosts and spirits. So you got to be careful, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I actually, in a moment, I'm going to talk about communicating with spirits and all that. And um, there's a very common thing that people do with flashlights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that more when we get to it, though. And that. That's a kind of bad science, but also mm-hmm. there's there's some things to it. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> um, but we also used, we had a TV that would turn off and on, didn't we? Yes, I, and it would change channels. I barely remember because I feel like that was when I was pretty young. It, I think that we got, I got, we got rid of that around 2003, I think. Well, I wasn't that young then. Yeah. Well, you don't remember a lot of your childhood. That's true. Um, but we used to have a TV that for a while I thought the neighbor was somehow changing the channels, but then the neighbors went on vacation and it still did it. Um, so, I mean, it would change channels or go to stuff. If you put it on things like AMC or like the, uh, the older movie channels, it would stay on there and not change channel at all. But if you put it on, like, I don't know, MTV or Fuse, <laughs> it was upset. It was upset. It would change the channel off of it or it would turn the volume all the way down. <laughs> um, a few other symptoms <laughs> of a haunting. Um, when you take pictures, sometimes you'll see blotches. We used to see a lot of them in um, our childhood pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them were covering faces. Which is weird and vaguely threatening. Yeah, right? Um, Or uh, some sort of distortion on digital images can happen. Mm. And that could be anything. Sometimes people will take pictures in this supposedly haunted location and get just digital feedback in their photos. Um, And if you are sensitive, sometimes if there's a lot of activity, you can walk into a space and start feeling dizzy or nauseous. 
or if you live in a haunted home and you know activities just sort of picking up suddenly it'll it'll strike you then too mm-hmm. um there have been major haunted places that i just can't think of off the off the top of my head and probably should have listed you know in my notes like gettysburg yeah. a lot of people report feeling bad or nauseous when they go to places like that um, some people will pass out when yeah, walking into haunted that. places mm-hmm. so yeah there's there's a lot of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't have a center of this because it's in one of those little city tourist books. But there's a really haunted castle in Scotland that I cannot remember the name of. But most of the ghosts, like they sound like static ghosts. It's just they've got like ten or fifteen of them that people know about. All right. So there's there's a lot of feedback on that. Um, so I'm gonna try and repeat what I think you said just in case. Um, there's, uh, a very haunted castle in Scotland. They've got like 10 or 15 ghosts. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's about all I could make out. I think. <laughs> the majority of them, like they sound static. Cause I know when I read about it, you can get all the details, but you don't really get a lot of like, it's just people going to see them basically. So they're like repeating yeah, like I remember we, uh, I, I'm looking at the book. I just can't move without making a terrible amount of noise. Um, uh, the, all of the actions, like they're the same thing about the same time, or at least it's just constant repeating. It's nothing new or different. So it all sounds static to me. Yeah, I would say that's probably static hauntings then. Um, so I suppose, unless you guys have anything else to talk about with signs of a haunting, I'm going to move on to prevention. Mm-hmm. yeah okay um so there's there's a lot of different things you can do to prevent spirits we've talked about this before a lot of this is in our um uh, protection and prevention episode um but regularly cleansing your space you know um a lot of emotions high emotions heavy emotions they thought to attract spirits so wherever you live is going to have a lot of emotional traffic and you should cleanse that space, sweep the corners, sage it, do whatever it is to clean out the bad air and seal your home. Um, and this is if you're looking to prevent spirits, obviously. Um, I realize saying, yeah, we're just going to talk about prevention probably suggests that to the average listener. But, you know, some people are out there looking to communicate with spirits. Um, so don't do these things. <laughs> Uh, try to stay positive. Like I said, negative emotions tend to draw negative energy. Um, if you have someone close to you, uh, emotionally or in proximity, really, uh, who is passing, do what you can to ease their passing so it's easier for them to pass on. Um, fairly often when people have a hard time going, that can lead to a haunting, or at least that's what we assume. <laughs> um I should all, we should have said at the beginning, a lot of this is colored by media. Like a lot of the, uh, the opinions we have on ghosts and spirits and hauntings, we, we are actively working to get past that for what we, for the information we pass on to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's of course going to any, anything we talk about is going to be colored by, uh, the culture in which we were raised. Um, anyhow, <laughs> uh, Obviously, not reaching out to spirits is a great way to prevent them from entering your home. That includes Ouija boards, um, pendulum readings, things like that. Some people use tarot cards to reach out to spirits. Um, 
from the experience we've had with tarot cards, I wouldn't say using them draws anything in particular by, on its own. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, it, I think it's only if you're specifically trying to reach out. Mm-hmm. Um, sealing your home can be done with things like salt, quartz, um, any type of blessed water. There's, once again, this is another thing we've gone over um, in our uh, protection episode. Um, oh, and there's uh, an old, like, folk remedy for spirits where you boil sage and uh, sweet basil. Okay. To clear the home. Um, so, running straight into communication, um, there's, of course, all sorts of different ways to communicate with spirits. These are just a few of the main ones. Of course, there's Ouija boards. Ouija board, by the way, is just a brand name. There's tons of spirit boards out there. You don't have to buy Ouija boards. Yeah, they're usually, it's just a spirit board and a planchette. Yeah. Um, pendulums with a board or without a board, um, you can just specify a direction means something or spinning means something. There are some like set rules for it floating around out there, but I, I just don't think, I don't know that it matters. I think if you're communicating with the spirit and you set it uh, however you want, you're like, Hey, if you make this thing move left, I'll take that as a right. Make it move right. Or right. I'll take it left. I'll take that as a yes. Make it move right. And I'll take that as a no. I think as long as they're not a dick, they'll just cooperate with you. Yeah. And I've seen some stuff where, like, you just ask the spirit, hey, could you indicate this? And then you have, you know, yes or no or whatever. Yeah, that's true. The the pendulum boards are fantastic. You can use a regular Ouija board for that, actually, mm-hmm. or whatever spirit board. Or you can just write it out on a piece of paper. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah, you can just write it out and put yes or no. I mean, that's true even with a pendulum. Or pendulum. Eck. Um, uh planchette or anything mm-hmm. um some people will write it out on a piece of paper and use a penny as a planchette oh, okay even um and uh there's there's spirit boxes um they're weird <laughs> i'm sure if you're into to ghost hunting at all which is super fun to watch by the way it doesn't matter <laughs> what you're watching they're always funny um uh, Nettle and I actually sat around watching Ghost Hunters all day one day, and <laughs> I vividly remember one of the Ghost Hunters put an axe up, like, stood an axe up on one end, and started yelling at the ghost killer, because uh, it was supposed to be haunted by the, the person who committed a bunch of axe murders in this house. Which, by the way, they never caught the guy, so he didn't die there. <laughs> His spirit just came back. I guess. Um, I guess the spirit could have come back. It's just I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but and he just sort of berated a ghost and demanded it to knock an axe down on him. So there's fun stuff like that. Just comedy gold. 100%. Um, we'll wait to watch man die being dumb. <laughs> uh, but in, in a lot of uh, spirit ghost hunting i'm so sorry <laughs> uh nettle um mm-hmm. we are still getting a lot of background noise is there is there my, any way my dog's doing things okay Who's uh, helping? yeah that, that's a lot better uh but spirit boxes are used a lot um they basically 
change through radio stations too fast for you to pick up, you know, a, a whole lot of sound from any one station. But the idea is that it creates a medium through which ghosts can speak or perhaps can influence what's being picked up by the speaker to better communicate. Um, it's, I think one of one of that old dogs just yawned. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it's an interesting concept. I don't know how well it works out because, you know, we psychologically, we, we look to string things together and make sense of it. So we're going to make words out of stuff. It's sometimes we watch a lot of the BuzzFeed Unsolved. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Sometimes a lot of that sounds very much like someone trying to communicate. But I, I genuinely can't tell if that's just us trying to make sense of it or if it's real real ghost stuff the human mind wants to pick things out that it thinks it recognizes exactly it's it's really hard to say um let's see uh dreams a lot of spirits communicate through dreams we already talked about that a moment ago and we'll go into depth in it uh, with that here in just a moment um you can go to a medium or another uh form of Woo! that was a scary noise Uh, but you can go to a medium or another form of psychic or uh, sensitive to help you communicate with spirits. Um, or you can try scrying. Um, scrying is something I'm pretty interested in, but I'm really scared to try and do. Uh, because it, it just sort of it opens you up to a lot of stuff. It does. Yeah. I've um, had a lot of success with scrying. Um, uh, well, I mean, I guess that makes sense because you also have a lot of the the dreams and stuff like it just makes sense for your yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you want to that a little bit i i thought we were going to later well i I just knew about well because i was going to talk about flashlights real quick and you you doing okay well scrying i've had as long as you ask it just yes or no questions, a lot of times you're very successful with that. Um, it is very creepy. <laughs> you want to make sure that you protect yourself, um, you know, use the bubble shielding or the, you know, the, the power shielding, protect yourself from it. Um, but a lot of times you need to do a lot of work where you develop a relationship with whoever you're reaching. And if you don't know who you're reaching, it's probably not a good idea to continue talking with it yeah think like Mm -hmm. uh grade school internet rules yeah (laughs) if you don't know the person you're chatting with you don't know if they're a predator (laughs) (laughs) um but you know i mean it's just you know use common sense don't don't walk into something blindly yeah absolutely (laughs) that's honestly that's true about anything in in magic practices yeah um so I'm going to talk about flashlights really quick mm-hmm. and how they're kind of bad science. Or no, they're definitely they're, bad they're science. exactly bad science, uh, but they have a nice effect, and yeah. that's part of why people use them. So the idea with flashlights is that people will um, set the head of a flashlight uh, just far enough away from the battery. Well, you unscrew it just a little bit yeah. so that it no longer connects. Sorry, you're right. I was saying yeah. that cr- Well, incorrectly. basically, you turn the flashlight on and use it for a little while. Yeah. And then you unscrew it until the light goes out. Uh, and then from there, uh, you ask questions. And the flashlight is supposed to flash on if the ghost is responding to you. 
Right. Usually people will have like two different colored flashlights or they'll have one on the left and one on the right. One's for yes, one's for no. Yeah. Um, so they'll, <laughs> they'll ask questions, a flashlight will flash and then it'll go back off. Um, and the, the idea is that ghosts are either, I, I don't know, I guess, pushing the heads in a little bit or just inclu- influencing the flow of the electricity yeah, or something like that. It's supposed to be that. a low enough energy activity that the ghost can answer you easily. Yeah. But the problem with it is, is that it's basically when the light is warm, it won't connect the battery. When it cools, it sinks and touches. Yeah. So <laughs> it has more to do with... Um, Physics. Yeah, physics than, than anything paranormal. Um, now, the, the, the reason people do continue to use it is that the timing of the responses does seem to be very specific in a lot of cases. And that could very easily just be, you know, someone who's used flashlights a lot. And they just correctly time their questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, so there, there's all sorts of convincing stuff out there for stuff that we we know better than to trust you know what i mean so i mean you never know um if something's true or not but this one's one of those things that probably isn't when you first see it without knowing the science behind it it's very startling and very oh my goodness yeah but then when you look into a little bit more you're like oh yeah that's just that's just somebody playing with science like the heating and cooling and the expanding and all that of the metal Mm -hmm. and the plastic makes makes a lot of sense when you Now, I don't know about LED light flashlights. I don't know anything about those, but this is based upon the old incandescent bulbs. Yeah. So that's a that's an interesting point. Um my phone is dying, so I'm gonna lose my notes soon, so I'm gonna go right into removal. <laughs> um so like we talked about before, um things like sweeping your corners, uh cleansing the space uh things like that that's basically for removal as well um there's a lot and i mean a lot of cultures that believe um if you burn a single white candle and it's always the words white candle coming out of my damn mouth um um, that spirits are attracted to it you know like moths are well, I mean, because, you know, what? what's really the difference between your average ghost and a moth? <laughs> <laughs> but that they're drawn to the candle and that you can discuss with them and explain to, to them that it's your home and they need to leave. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes that will work. If you talk with a spirit and you're respectful, sometimes they'll move on. Um, I think that if they're conscious and they're anything like your average human, they probably don't expect people <laughs> to really notice that they're there unless they're specifically doing shit um but uh that can also be used to draw a spirit out of the space Mm. and to seal that space while the spirit's gone so they can't get back into it um in general if you're trying to get a spirit out of your house um be respectful first talk try and communicate well don't don't try to just reach out but like Sometimes if you just want to yell into a darkened room, hey, I feel you staring at me, you got to leave my house, sometimes that'll work. (laughs) Um, From there, I'd say move on to cleansing and sealing spaces. Um, Past that, I personally don't know a whole lot of ways to get rid of a spirit. I would look into professionals. Um, I also want to say, though, 
that not all spirits are scary and not all spirits are bad. And just because something weird is happening doesn't mean it's malintentioned. It just may not realize how creepy the effect is. Exactly. Um, so, you know, if they're not actively harming you and it, it's not going to be too much for you to handle having a calm spirit in your home, maybe just don't bother them. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, they're not physically taking up any of your space. It shouldn't bother you. Um, now, don't get me wrong. If it's in, if it's really bothering you and it's you know, maybe affecting your mental health or how you live your life, that's a different, that's a whole different thing. You shouldn't put up with that with the spirit. You shouldn't put up with that with people. <laughs> so just use your best judgment, you know? Um, like, for example, my husband and I believe near the end of our stay at our old apartment that maybe we had a helpful ghost. Because suddenly stuff was, like, popping up on counters that we, were, we weren't able to find. Or, like, one day I walked out and a, a blanket was folded and neither one of us remembered doing it. And I mean, there's, there's just random little stuff like that. Um, and we think that person or that spirit may have just been wandering about. Um, and that, that sort of leads right into misconceptions because that's the whole thing is that they're not all scary. They're not all evil. Um, sometimes they're just people mm -hmm. and there's a possibility, a very real possibility that they don't know what they're doing and they don't know what they are. Um, if they're not a full conscious manifestation of the person they were, they may just be a jumble of confused emotions wandering around. And I mean, who amongst us aren't? <laughs> um, there's something called spirit washing that I'm actually very interested in. I'm not sure if that has any specific cultural alignment. So if it does, somebody please let me know. Um, but it's, it's sort of where you communicate with spirits. And I think it's uh, usually specific to ancestors, but I believe it can be any ghost. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know very much about this. I'm interested and I want to look into it. Um, but you help them move on. And I, I'm, super interested in that i would love to eventually be the kind of person that's brave enough to reach out and help spirits because <clears throat> i'm currently not Did you hear that spirit <laughs> no shush <laughs> don't bring that down on me lyra <laughs> uh, just volunteered stop stop <laughs> uh, we actually have a neighbor though that we um that passed has it been two years now yeah it's been about two years um and the house that she used to live in is being teared, uh, torn, teared down, uh, teared down, being torn down. And, um, her husband has had to leave the, the premises and he's now living somewhere else with some family. And we never really talked about it because she didn't have a, a funeral or a memorial yeah, or anything like that. Um, she passed away very suddenly and it was, you know, it was, it was kind of an upsetting thing. And then there was no memorial. So it was just kind of like she was here one day and she was gone the next. Yeah. Um, so we were thinking about maybe inviting her into our home and trying to help her pass on ourselves. Because we knew her. She's a sweet, very, she was a very sweet lady. Well, she was a good person. <laughs> she was a very blunt person. You knew yeah. exactly where you stood with her. She would go out of her way to help you. Yes, no, she but was she a would good tell person. You how wrong you were the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> she was just very blunt. 
once you got to know her, you were like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so I guess that's... Well, it's not that we just randomly decided to invite her. Did I say randomly? <laughs> no, it's okay. just you said we were thinking about doing it. There is a reason why. Oh, yeah. It, it actually happened today. Yeah. Um, earlier today. This is not our ghost story. You get a bonus ghost story. Bonus. Um, earlier today, and Nettle hasn't heard this either. <laughs> <laughs> I was upstairs on uh, my iPad, which is also the device we use to record on. So that's why our sound quality isn't great. <laughs> um. I was uh, messing around on that and I was planning on watching TV um, and I kept feeling something tickling my toes and we have a new ish kitten. Um, You've heard us talking about her bast Um, and I thought it was her because she's, she's a devil. (laughs) (laughs) Leave my baby alone. (laughs) Um, But she was asleep next to me just on the bed when I looked up and um Nothing was around my foot. None of the other cats were around me. And I mean, there was a fan going, so I thought uh, maybe it was just something. Brushing against your feet. Or... Yeah, but no, there was nothing there. Um, so I, I, at first, just figured maybe I was crazy, and then I started feeling it again. So I sat up on the bed, and I, I sort of yelled. And I was like, hey, I'm going to watch TV, <laughs> and I'm going to be comfortable, and you're not going to make me paranoid. <laughs> And honestly, I was left alone after that. So uh, after after a little while of watching TV and relaxing, I actually said thank you for leaving me alone. <laughs> um, and let me let me be let me be clear. It could be me being a little crazy, but when we talked about it later, that's exactly the kind of thing our neighbor used to do. Just like weird little tickles and like pinches to bother you when you weren't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> And what made it weird is this morning, mm-hmm. uh, I had a dream. I, I, I have a lot of really crazy, weird, and vivid dreams, but usually the ones involving people are usually different. It's one of those things when you like when you know when it's a dream and when you know it's more than a dream. Mm-hmm. Um, she was sitting in our living room, and she was just bitching about what they were doing next door. <laughs> And it's a very normal conversation to have with her. And she was just super aggravated. I don't remember all the details of the conversation, but I I remember asking her what was wrong. And she's like, oh, it's those idiots next door. They're just, they're just tearing everything up. (laughs) And then I was like, oh my gosh, do you think it was, uh, it was her. I'm going to set her name. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think it was her bothering you? And her, like, it just the air around Lyra's feet. It just it's one of those things. Like when Lyra was little, that neighbor would, if she was barefoot, like sitting on the couch or something, she'd reach over and just like tickle her feet or yeah. something. So it was something. It was something very familiar and something she would have done. So it's, it it just when when Galena said that it made sense. <laughs> you can see it on Lyra's face. She's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I think it was her. <laughs> so. Uh, that's something we're thinking about pursuing in the future. Um, we'll update you guys on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll let you know if it goes badly. <laughs> Not if it goes well. We'll also well, let you know. Yeah, we'll let, yeah. you know we'll, let well. we'll let them know one way or the other. If it goes medium, we'll <laughs> let you know then as well. <laughs> if it goes real bad, I'm sure she'll let you know herself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And actually, earlier when I was talking about some some stuff in my notes, um, I was I mentioned that I was going to talk about um, 
maybe I didn't mention it. Maybe I only thought about it, but I was <laughs> going to talk about um, identifying whether you're actually seeing something or not. Mm. We did talk with a listener about this before. Um, but uh, I'm just going to give you my personal thoughts on it. Um, and if Nettle and Galena want to do that as well, they can. Um, so for me, I have both seen paranormal things and I've seen stuff just straight from my head. I was on medication for a little while that made me crazy. It was anxiety medication. And um, when it stopped working to control my anxiety, I was told to double my intake. And it sort of had the opposite effect and it really amped up my anxiety and I started seeing stuff. Um, the stuff I was seeing was pretty similar to the stuff I'd seen my whole life, but I knew it was different, uh, because it just was, um, that's a terrible explanation. (laughs) Um, when I have seen paranormal stuff, there's feelings that accompany it. Uh, when I saw stuff just out of my head there, it didn't have any of that. It was just visuals. I mean, like, sure. I was feeling anxious but there wasn't like a feeling of having an outside emotion mm. involved or, or a darkness or a lightness or anything like that coming from the vision itself. It was all from within me. Mm. So I think that's kind of a good rule of thumb. Um, paranormal stuff feels deeper than crazy stuff. And I mean, no offense by that. I often refer to myself as crazy. <laughs> um, do either of you have anything to add for that? Um, I think that's actually a very astute. <laughs> I'm so sorry, that's my stomach. Oh my gosh, I thought it was your dog. <laughs> it was at first. <laughs> um, but I mean, it is true. If you encounter something paranormal, uh, usually there's no outside thing that you can explain it away by. Exactly. Um. You know, you know, it could be the floor creaking. However, nobody was walking. It could be this, you know, you can go through a list of things, but if there's more to it than that, like, like, uh, Lyra said, like if you suddenly have an emotion you weren't feeling or the temperature drops at the same time, the floor creaks or something like that, there's always, there's more than just one item yeah, that causes it. Like if there's, there's a whole bunch of, uh, little signs of a haunting happening to you you might just be experiencing a haunting um always look for the rational explanation before you especially if you're going to spend money on like a professional or something always look for the rational explanation first um be critical of your belief that it's paranormal until you can no longer right until you can no longer deny it all right but i think that might be all I have on ghosts. Is there anything specific either of you would like to add? Well, you also had another section on uh, contact through dreams that you didn't really bring up. We were going to talk about you talking about dreams. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. I, um, this is something that it, because I don't really get It's very hard for me to accept that these are real. <laughs> However, as far as I can tell, they are very, very real. Um, especially evidenced by one dream that I had that I was talking about. Um, my father, who passed on, handed me a crushed Coke can. 
and was angry at me that the Coke can was crushed because that was his phone. And, you know, to me, it was a funny dream at first. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And I I thought it was a little bit funny when I woke up. I was like, you're never going to believe this. I was like, okay. So I had a dream with dad in it. And dad was trying to give me a can, but it got crushed. And he got very angry at me and said that I broke the phone. And how are we going to (laughs) talk? And I thought it was funny. I was like, you know how it's funny? Like, you know, in your dream, you know, like (laughs) a phone is like really your shoe or something like that. But like, you understand that it's a phone. And Leah was like, did you say it was like a Coke can? And I was like, yeah, like a soda can. And she's like, oh, have you heard of this game? And tells me about the most terrifying thing I've ever heard in my life. I would like to actually interject because I think the most terrifying thing I have told you about was the Midnight Man game. Let's not talk about that. We're going to go into some some spooky internet ghost games on Halloween or around Halloween. They're awful. (laughs) They are awful. (laughs) They're all awful. (laughs) But no, there's this one where you can contact um, the dead and uh, it's you put a can or a cup with a string attached to it. Like, you know, when you were a kid and you wanted to make a a paper cup phone um, in a shoebox and you close the shoebox and you put it in your closet and you are you have like you have to go to sleep. And if you wake up, the phone is ringing. (laughs) So you pull it out. And uh, as long as it's not open or crushed or destroyed in some manner, it's safe to talk to that person. You can only do it once. Um, And then when the conversation is over, you put the box back in your closet. The next morning, same thing. If it's opened or, like, disturbed in any manner, something has gone wrong. And you have to take steps to fix that. And I think it involves, like, cleaning your space and uh, burning the box and stuff like that. Yeah, so I had no idea of the existence of this game. So Lyra decides to tell me all about this game as I just sit and stare at her terrified. And I'm like, oh my goodness, okay. I was like, so first off, Dad wants to play this terrifying game with me. Sorry, Dad, not happening. We have not done it. (laughs) Um, But it just, it really, it's just really weird. Because I will, (laughs) I will have just, you know, very real dreams where I talk to dead loved ones, friends, acquaintances, sometimes people I've never met before. Mm-hmm. And occasionally it'll come up later on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, so I think I met that person. <laughs> <laughs> but I always have weird dreams. So that's it's. True. So I mean, that's just another form of communication that spirits can utilize. And it's. Um, sort of because we think we're in between worlds when you're sleeping you know it's like you're slightly on a different plane yeah yeah all right uh nettle is there anything you would like to add to our our ghost subject i don't think so the only thing i can think of i'm pretty sure is just genuinely a dream and not not good okay all right then i guess that's probably it for this segment all right so because of sound quality issues um nettle's not going to join us for the ghost story portion of today's episode um but we're going to tell you about a haunting that happened basically my entire life 
And uh, you never saw her, right? No, I didn't actually see her, but I could hear her. She used to walk up and down our hallway. Um, and we, we've talked in earlier episodes about hearing footsteps. She's not the same thing that I think would go up and down the stairs, though. No. Um, but when I was a child, I saw what I referred to as a white woman, because I didn't know that there was a type of spirit called a white woman, and I don't think that she really falls under that category. Or she might, I don't know. Um, but it's, it's weird to say that I, I saw her, because I never saw her with my eyes open. But if I was laying in bed with my eyes shut and I turned my head towards the doorway, sometimes she would be there just looking like a person. Um, and she scared the heck out of me as a kid, but I don't think she was malicious or, or anything like that. I think she just sort of existed in the house. Yeah, I don't think she was ever... I don't think she ever meant to scare anyone. Mm-mm. Um, so she used to have a circuit that she would go on. She would come from the attic doorway, not like the attic itself, but for some reason just the doorway. I don't know why that was important, but like it was when I was a kid. Um, and she would walk down the hall to the bathroom and then turn around, uh, to walk back up the hall because the hall's at the other end of the, of the hallway from, or the hall, the bathroom's at the other end of the hallway from the attic. Um, and then she'd stop at our childhood bedroom and look in the door. And sometimes she'd be there for hours, um, which is why I had such trouble sleeping as a kid. Mm. Uh, and she'd walk back up and look in the front bedroom and then turn and go back to the attic doorway. Um, so I found out a couple years ago as a full grown adult um, that the woman who used to live in this house... Um, I don't remember the family name, but they weren't the family that built the house, but, like, the second family after that. Mm -hmm. Um, they had a child that died in infancy, and I don't know if it was sick or if it was, like, sudden in infant death syndrome or something like that, but it passed away. Um, the front bedroom was the nursery, uh, and that the mother passed away of a broken heart. Uh, pretty quickly after the baby died. Um, and back in the day that that could be used for, you know, actually dying of a broken heart, which is a thing th that happens. Mm -hmm. um, it's usually seen like older couples, but you know, sometimes it does happen to a parent who loses a child and things like that. Um, but they also sort of used it to cover suicide. Yeah. So there's, there's no real way to know what happened. Um, cause we don't actually know that family very well. Um, I think grandmother, our grandmother knew one you of the... knew them or knew of them because she grew up in the neighborhood. Yeah. Like, I think she knew one of the, one of the children or something. I don't know if they were similar ages, but I think she knew one of their children. Right. Um, anyhow. Uh, so we were, me and grandma were downstairs talking about, uh, the house one day and she was telling me about the family that had lived here before and she told me all about the, the baby and, and stuff and it just... I don't know, it seemed to click into place, because we also used to hear a baby crying mm -hmm. every once in a while. Yeah, you still hear it every now and then. You'll just hear, like, a baby cry or, like, like ah. Yeah. And, you know, people people say it's usually cats, and I can definitely see where they get that. Like There are so many cats. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I don't even mean here specifically. People will talk about um, hearing a baby crying in terms of there being a haunting, mm -hmm. and people are like, yeah, cats make a baby sound. And, no, that's true. Some do. Yeah. They do. 
Um, but if you've had babies and you've had cats, you can, you can tell the difference between a baby and a cat. Um, we've had babies come through this house, uh, that, that lived here with us for a little while. Um, and we've had cats my entire life almost. Um, and we, it's not hard after you get used to it to tell the difference between a baby and a cat. No. Um, but it all sort of just clicked into place because as we got older, um, she sort of stopped checking in on us is, is how it, it sort of felt. Um, so I think as we grew up and we were no longer children, she sort of lost interest, which, um, which makes sense. We were no longer her demographic. Yeah. (laughs) Um, every once in a while she would walk right past that door and walk right to the front bedroom. Uh, I always felt safe in the front bedroom though, the the Mm -hmm. bedroom we slept in when we were kids. And it could have just been because I was seeing a spirit, um, Mm -hmm. that it felt unsafe to me, but, uh, I always felt safe in the front room and I think it's because it was the nursery. Might be. Um, and since we've cleaned as uh, adults, we've cleaned the house and I've never seen her since. I don't even really hear walking in the hallway anymore. Mm-mm. Um, Every now and then I'll still smell the cigar smoke, but yeah, but yeah, I've not heard the walking or a lot of the stuff that used to happen. Yeah. It's really calmed down since we've started taking measures. <laughs> um, but uh, when I lost complete track of what I was saying, <laughs> Um, but she, she would check in on us when we were younger and she sort of faded away as we grew up. Um, so I don't know, I don't know if I would call her static or conscious because the fact that she would check in on a room that wasn't the nursery, but that contained children sort of hints at maybe a little bit of consciousness. Yeah. But I don't know how aware she was of anything cause she would just stand, she'd stand at our doorway for hours, but she'd also stand at the other doorway for hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, there is, I, I don't think she was bad intended for anything ever. No. Um, and I never, I guess I never really felt any negative energy or intent coming off of her. It was just that she was a ghost and it was spooky and I didn't know how to handle it. Right. And that's how a lot of hauntings go. I think there's probably mostly just normal spirits kind of existing in a state they don't fully understand and we just misinterpret it as them being malicious. Right. I don't think they really understand. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. There's definitely... Oh, some do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's... Because I absolutely believe at least some of the stuff that's out there about ghosts. And there's a lot of the poltergeist activity and stuff like that, that is just straight up malicious. So, but that's, that's my ghost story for the evening (laughs) or morning. Whenever you're listening to this, uh, is, is there, did you ever have any other, apart from hearing her walking up and down the hall experiences with the white lady? Not really. Um, I, I did definitely feel watched in yeah. both of the rooms. Um, I do now sleep in the room that would have been the nursery. And I do sometimes feel like something's standing in the doorway. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but it's, you know, it's just something that just kind of makes me jump a little. Yeah. And then I calm down. That's also why I used to keep that door shut. Because mm-hmm. I slept in that front room for a while, too. Um 
but yeah, it's it's just sort of upsetting to run into when you're not expecting it. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, one thing I don't know if she was responsible for or not is the bathroom door. I don't know because that that actually still happens with some frequency. The other day, by the way, the hot water was all the way on. It wasn't like trickling on. We sometimes have trouble with our faucet upstairs turning on, which can be blamed on water pressure sometimes, but it was fully on. Yeah, the tub turns itself on all the time. I, I hate it. It for freaks the, me out. For the sink in the bathroom. Um, and sometimes the bathroom door will just inexplicably just open and then slam. Yeah. Um, one time when me and Sage were teenagers, we were in there doing like face masks and hair stuff and things like that. Um, and we watched the the knob on the faucet just turn itself on. Mm-hmm. That was one of the freakiest things that have ever happened. Um, so you got some bonus bonus ghost stuff here, but I don't think that's her. No. It the the energy doesn't read the same. No, it doesn't. Um. All right, so we'll leave you with the vague feeling of being watched from dark windows and doorways. Oh, nice. <laughs> Poetic, right? Yeah. Try not to think about all the things that happen when you close your eyes. Mm, see, that's that's mm, I don't like it. <laughs> Stay spooky. Keep your tips up. <laughs>